0: over the last uh, number of years uh, as the research into neuroscience and related fields has grown, uh, you know, they've done research on the mind uh, and thinking and essentially what the conclusion they came to was the mind thinks, as if we didn't know that. But it's really, the, you know, the, the term that is popular is, you know, thinking is the default state of the mind. That's what your mind does, it thinks. So, you know, in our practice, we're not looking to not think. What we're looking to do is replace unskillful thinking with skillful thinking. So a lot of what we focus on in Dharma practice is abandoning unskillful thinking narratives that are imbued with aversion, desire, and delusion. We don't talk so much about training the mind to think in a skillful way. Uh, So that's what we're doing today. Uh, The questions about compassion and metta were really good. Uh, And, and, you know, as I said, it's really important to kind of understand these different qualities or attitudes that we seek to develop. Because if the mind thinks, like, what am I going to think about? It's like, I'm not going to think those thoughts that are unskillful. Then you need something to think about. Sometimes we say... Good food for the mind, right? You know we, you, you know how you ate all that junk food, now you're eating healthy food? It's the same thing with the mind. We've been thinking all these thoughts in a certain way, and it's hard to change, but you're never gonna be, it. we can't learn to abandon unskillful thinking if we don't replace it with something. You know, you're just gonna keep thinking that way. So basically, th- these are three things you can think about. Metta your wish to be happy, I have a wish to be happy, I'm doing this because I have a wish to be happy, what do I need to do to know true happiness, I have a wish for that being, how can I support them in their efforts to be happy, and all the various subsets of thoughts of metta, thoughts of compassion, which are basically thoughts that we engender in response to suffering, our suffering and the suffering of others. Let me have compassion for myself, I'm suffering mentally, physically. I'm gonna have compassion for that other being. And then thoughts of appreciation. So thoughts of appreciation are thoughts of, uh, that we engender in response to the goodness in ourselves and in the world. So we learn to replace our unskillful thinking about ourselves and the world and others with these thoughts of, uh, that are informed by gratitude and joy. So we learn to think about these things. So it's a good way to think about this teaching, and in many ways the Buddha's teaching in general. So, and you know, and then of course we've broken it down into four categories of things that you can think about, Uh, and the last category is thinking about the goodness of life, the preciousness of life. Uh, You know, this is you know all these ways of thinking, of course, are extremely countercultural, right? I mean, you know, and and it's it's really kind of very profound, I think, that the way that you know, just to think about you know this idea of reflecting on the goodness of life, because culturally, you know, you know the discourse is pretty negative. You know, it's pretty negative. You know, just turn on the television. Uh, you're not hearing a lot about the preciousness of life. You know, and you know mostly what you'll hear through the media or what people talk about is how crummy things are. You know, and how lousy things are. You know, and of course, we have to acknowledge the way things are in the world, but you know, we want to do that from a place of strength, from a place of strength and with an understanding of the potential that this human life has for true happiness. You know, so we, really, we learn to replace those kinds of thoughts with thoughts that pertain to the goodness of life, the preciousness of life, this extraordinarily precious uh, experience that we have to be here in this human realm. Many of us know that story the Buddha told, you know, to illustrate how precious taking a human birth is, the story of the blind sea turtle, the sea turtle that lives at the bottom of the ocean. And uh, you know, the Buddha said to the monks, you know, what would the odds be of a sea turtle, a blind sea turtle, at the bottom of the ocean, coming up to the surface once every 100 years, and if we threw a yoke, like a, a life buoy thing, and the turtle would stick its head right through, in the ocean, and the monk said, "Pretty slim those odds, right, of that happening?" You know, and he said, "Well, that's 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 equivalent to the the odds of taking a human birth. This is an extraordinarily precious and rare opportunity that we have to be here for this little bit of time that we're here. And this life offers us an opportunity for happiness. You know, we have this is considered the most fortunate birth that there is to take a human birth. You could have been born as an animal." Uh, it's a pretty rough life and you don't have the mental capacity at that level to develop uh, a, a quality of true happiness. Uh, and the higher levels, you know, the deva realms, they're just kind of feeling good and they don't really care that much about changing. The human realm is, is you know, the most opportune realm that we could be in, so we've been very fortunate to be here. So in terms of doing this reflection on the blessing that it is to be alive, I kind of like to break it down into more ways of thinking, right? So one is just the general reflection on the blessing that it is to be alive. This is something you should do in your morning setting, but like at least once a day, at least once a day, as you're out there in the world Navigating, you know. I know we're all, we've got a lot of really important things to do, but we can take a few minutes every day just to remind ourselves of the blessing that it is to be alive. Another way of reflecting is to reflect on the blessing of this day, that I have these 24 hours. That's a very classical reflection. That the blessing that I have this day to live, I have these this 24 hours. Tomorrow, we don't know, but we have today. And then lastly, the reflection on this moment. What a blessing that it is to be alive right now, right here, in this moment. So, you know, these are just different ways that you can reflect. Uh, And I'll talk a little bit more about this in the closing talk. Uh, But let's practice with it a little bit now in the sitting. We'll sit for a little bit, and then uh, I'll give a closing talk and kind of talk a little bit more about this.